0: Hey, look at the time already. Uh an hour into all this for the for the mayor, uh, Jay Coles from Channel Five, filling in for Such today. We got Chris Reavers. Uh light on personnel. Light on personnel. Kenny. You're stuck with us, folks. Yeah, this is it. It's as good as it's going to get. He got Kenny Gone. John I gone. Who else? Ruck. <laughs> Ruck's <out>. gone. Yep. <laughs> Patrick's That's okay. in Florida. Patrick's in thing? Florida. Lucky him. So here's the deal though with, about all that. Uh so since when I'm driving around listening to fill ins and I hear rookie say his favorite fill-in is Roy Smalley, well guess who my favorite fill-in is for rookie? Uh Manny Hill. Uh uh-uh. Love Manny. <laughs> yeah. But Manny's never Yeah, uh, maybe kind of filled in a little bit briefly sure, with a little sure, overlap. Sure. Guess who my favorite fill in for Jay? rookie is? I'm looking at that Aww. big honker
1: right now. You're
0: I so nice. That big <laughs> Faribault stud sticker. That <laughs> Faribault stud hitter sticker, King Muffin, right over there.
1: Oh, man. Reavers.
0: I'm telling you what. I'm telling you what. You're my favorite. Thank you. And I hope Rookie's listening. Well, and if he's not sending the podcast,
1: I do carry hey. the station on my back from time to time. And,
0: and I, you know, my, my favorite photo of you, you don't carry it on. You're like a big old can of WD 40, man. Yeah, I don't care. You keep this thing yeah. well oiled and moving. Thank you. You're Thank the machine you. that nobody ever gets. No credit. Where credit is due. Very to do? little credit. I like to stay
1: under the radar. <laughs>
0: Smart. Yes. Last longer. I like to stay under the radar. <laughs> and my, still, my favorite Reavers photo in the last couple of years, because they posted it. I think he posted it, on, or maybe I saw it on Facebook. I Probably. Don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I loved you. You were managing uh, town oh, yeah. ball. Yep. It's great because I know that you love the August. game, and, and you're a good player. And uh, you're just <laughs> the look on your face was because I kind of know you. <laughs> You, you were. If there's a serious man on this planet at any one moment, that was
1: it. I was so that angry. Was serious that was at that call.
0: I'd want you on my, on my thank side, throwing high and tight up under thank the you. chin because. Thank you. Then I'd hide behind you as they <laughs> charge. I go Reavers, get him. <laughs> They'll get him first. Reavers did it. Right. They
1: hit him. Right.
0: All right. So I have for you, and I told you, a pack jam pack show. Yes. Guys, i Schultz- I, mean, I got a, a little off on a tangent, but. You know me in politics that and happens. wonkiness. I know. I'm that sorry. happens. I, that's okay. I, I was into it. I, that's a fascinating story. Plus, I do. I, I still got time to get to this other stuff, and I've got Wonder Woman, the real Wonder Woman. I, I, I cannot align. wait to hear from her. This wonderful, wonderful young woman that I got to know by the name of Morgan Evenson, 26-year-old woman, uh, lives in Uptown, uh, engaged to a great guy. Um I came across this story, uh, uh, um, a source a contact of mine with police said, you know, there's this is terrible attack that has gotten no attention whatsoever with the media and needs attention because it was so bad. And we got to catch the bad guy. He's still running around. So I ended up finding out a little bit about it. I went to the neighborhood, talked with a guy by the name of Seth V. Brock, who was also a hero. He stepped in to help Morgan when Morgan was uh, attacked by this crazed individual. Uh, And then I got a chance to meet Morgan and interview Morgan, who's a a brave soul, tough, tough girl, by the way. Uh, Courageous what she did to, you know, you know, in the face of of something was terrifying. Young woman walking home from around the Calhoun Square area. Two blocks later, she's attacked. And um, I I vowed I've, I've done several stories since I've gotten the description of this guy out part of the reason i'm having morgan on today is we're going to get the description out again and morgan has been kind enough to join us by phone and morgan thank you so much and i was so happy to hear when i talked to you on the phone today that even though you were stabbed 14 times you're doing okay huh yeah thanks for having me by the way you're welcome. a really great intro (laughs) well what you did was great it was amazing morgan so first of all before we get into what happened morgan Tell me, you're doing better, everything going well? Because I heard you got readmitted to the hospital, had a little fever problem. How you doing?
2: Yeah, so two hospital rounds later, I'm finally out and kind of getting back to my normal life a little bit. Um, I'm still off of work healing and recovering. Wow, um, wow. Yeah, I'm finally walking without a cane, which is a big deal.
0: Yeah. And well, 14 stab wounds, uh, two to the head, and one that lacerated a kidney, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, it was pretty brutal.
0: Wow. Well, well, and we're going to catch the guy. We're going to help you catch the guy. And I want to tell listeners, everybody driving around who's stuck in traffic because the traffic is crazy. Um, Part of the reason Morgan agreed to talk to me on television and now she's talking on the radio is she wanted to let the the attacker know she's doing fine. Everything's good. She's going to be back on track, but you want to get this guy and see him locked up. And that's part of the reason we're doing the interview, right?
2: Absolutely. I mean, it's terrifying to think that any young person walking around the uptown area right now is you know, a, a target for somebody like that. It's horrible. And I, as horrible as it was for me, I, I would hate to have that happen to anyone else. And it would just be really, really, you know, yeah. great peace of mind to know that he's not out there anymore.
0: Well, for those listeners who didn't see the television story and are just joining us now and hearing about this maybe for the first time, there might there's some folks who haven't probably heard about this. It was December 13th, a Wednesday night, I want to say, right? And you're walking home from your, well, you work at Apple in Uptown, and you went over and did a little shopping, and you're walking home down Fremont around 32nd. Why don't you pick it up from there? Tell listeners what happened that night. Yeah,
2: so um, I left work, and I was walking on Fremont um, about 830, o'clock, 8.30 at night and um this white car pulls up next to me on the street um i didn't really think too much of it um a little red flag went up but i was like you know there's people out the guy who actually took me into his house was walking into his house i was like there's people around nothing's going to happen i'm checking my back a little bit you know making sure nobody's following me and then all of a sudden this man is walking not far behind me maybe 10 feet um so my heart's racing at this point and I'm getting a little nervous and I'm starting to walk faster. Um, and I check my back again and he's starting to run at me and my instinct was just to, to get off of the sidewalk. Cause I was like, maybe he's in a hurry. I don't want him to hit me. Yeah. And I got off the sidewalk and he just tackled me into the snow and he just started dragging me around in the snow. And it was really terrifying because I didn't know what he was doing. He never said to me, give me your purse, give me your money, give me your wallet. He didn't say anything like that. So I really didn't know what he wanted or what his motive was. And he just started struggling with me right away, um, which is scary. And I never imagined in my wildest dreams he had a knife with him um, and had it out. And, um, you know, I'm trying to fight back and get him off of me, and um, i something clicks in my mind that I have to start screaming for help because my limbs are starting to un- numb. Um, and he said something about that he was shocking me and I thought maybe he was teasing me. And I was like, why in the world would you be doing this? Why wouldn't you just ask if you, you know, like if you're stealing from me, just tell me you're, you you yeah. want my stuff and I'll give it to you. Right.
0: Right. Um, so, and, so he was actually stabbing you when he said he was shocking you.
2: Exactly. Exactly. So he's just, you know, I can feel my, my left arm going numb and my back is going numb and I'm just screaming for help. And, um, Seth, who is like you said, an amazing soul, yep, um, Seth, came out of Seth, his house from hearing me and ran yep. over.
0: His name is Seth Vbrock, by the way, for the listeners. He, he lives like just a couple doors down from where this was happening. So sorry to interrupt, but go ahead. Yep.
2: Oh yeah. So, um, Seth came out and he, like a mad person ran at us and started screaming. um, And the guy who was attacking me just, like, he started freaking out and he was like, let go, let go, let go. (laughs) And I was in such shock that I just let go of him. And all these people started to flood around us as he bolted down the street towards, you know, towards the cemetery. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people heard me from their cars and came over. People heard me from their houses and their apartments, walking their dogs. And the minute they pulled me up off the curb, I, I felt just this rush of liquid down my back and I was... I was so terrified.
0: Which was, was blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: It was just so scary because I didn't. I didn't know through any of it that he was stabbing me. I didn't feel it. I didn't. Right. I had no idea, and I just could feel things going numb. It that's the adrenaline.
0: Uh, that's the adrenaline cooking.
2: Yeah, definitely. The
0: adrenaline definitely. is happening. Well, it's incredible because as I interviewed you earlier uh, for television, you told me uh, you just had this instinct fight. You know. Fight or flight, right? And you started yeah. to fight. You started to fight back as best you could. Uh, you started swinging at him and screaming. And didn't you tell me you, it was kind of a? I told you, you got to find a little bit of humor in some of these things, otherwise you lose your mind because it <laughs> so is a true. terrible assault. But you told me you were you were swinging pretty good and you were swinging below the belt. You were going for where it counted, right?
2: Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. I mean, as a woman with no weapon on me, that's the only thing I could think
0: to do. Right? No, you did the right you know, thing. Rolling around. Yep. Um, and I, you know, I, it's hard to even put myself or anybody put yourself uh, male, female, or otherwise, but especially, you're right, for a young woman being attacked by a man like that at night. Um, he's got a weapon, you don't. It took a lot of courage. I mean, I understand it, you said it was a lot of instinct to just fight back, but still, to hang in there, fight back, scream, um, you pretty much decided you weren't going to just accept whatever fate he thought you should have. You were going to you were gonna go down swinging, and you fought him off. If you had not fought him off, it might have been a much different outcome.
2: Yeah, I mean. I am so thankful that I was wearing what I was wearing that night. Um, The doctor said that very likely my coat took a lot of the impact, um, which, like, is amazing, and my purse got stabbed multiple times, so things could have been much worse, but...
0: It's just incredible. I'm just thankful for the things I was carrying, I guess, and wearing. Yeah, no ca- Well, hang with it. Well, I'm going to take a little break. I want to finish the story because there's more to this story as we uh, now move into trying to find this guy and also give a little credit to some of the neighbors who helped you out. They did an amazing thing, too. Um, so if you can, Morgan, hang in there. We'll be right back after the break, all right? Definitely. All right, thanks. We'll be right back. Uh, Jay Cole's in for the mayor from Channel 5 here. Uh Almost 20 after 2 and cold outside, and traffic's stupid for for some reason. Morgan Evenson's joining me right now. I did a story with her uh, a little over a week ago now, two weeks ago, in fact. Um, uh, She was brutally attacked in Uptown, two blocks from where she works at, right by Calhoun Square in the Apple Store, and she survived 14 stab wounds she fought off her attacker. He's still on the loose. And we are going to get to a description of this guy. I know we're on radio, but I'm going to give the description anyhow. Um, and, Morgan, when you 14 times stabbed, that means 14 times where you had to have stitches. You had the lacerated kidney, two stab wounds to your head. But you, you, you might have been, it might even be more than 14. That's just four wounds that needed that much attention. Is Am I right about that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's just the, um, the ones that actually had stitches. I had 14 wounds that actually needed
0: stitches. It's just crazy. You know, when I interviewed Seth Vbrock, he came out of his house hearing your screams. Uh, saw you right at the corner, literally on the corner of 32nd and Fremont Avenue South, where, you know, two blocks east of Hennepin, where he he just realized this guy was stabbing you and and, and went after him. And all these other people came and helped. And Seth, as you were bleeding, he said he... Wrapped you in a towel with another woman, brought you into the house, blood was everywhere, and uh, he said you didn't, he, you know, obviously their quick actions contributed to saving your life, or potentially, if you know, if the guy hadn't run off. I mean, the, yeah. I, I said good over wins over evil. There's more good than evil out there, and the only way we know good is evil is that necessary evil. You don't know... Warm weather until you've had cold weather. Good weather versus bad. You don't know when you're broke until you have money. You know, it's all, unfortunately, it's part of what's out there. But in this particular case, all those folks that, that guy could have had a gun for all they knew. Um, they already had a weapon. He had a knife. It's not a fair fight to begin. They put themselves in, you know, harm's, way, harm's to, way to help you out, which is, I think you also wanted people to know that, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, the, the incredible people in this neighborhood that rolls up around me, I'm just so thankful. I mean, whether people were there that night or not, people got together at Calhoun Square to write out cards to me, people that have never met me, people that were just touched by the story, and, you know, they walked their dogs at night, and they, it hit close to home. I mean, people have just been so amazing, and I, I haven't met a person that has been negative about the experience other than obviously the person that caused it. Yeah. Um, so right. I'm just I'm so thankful that people are who they are, and even around this this time of year when people are spending money on their families, and you know, like people have j- donated so much money so that I don't have medical expenses from all of this. Like, yeah. I'm just mind blown. Like I'm, I come to tears often about it because I just can't believe how generous people are.
0: And I love that. That's the good part about this story. And I mean, you came within, the doctors told you you came within inches of death and um, it's 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 uh... We're grateful and a miracle you made it through, and we're we're happy you're here and doing better. It's it's traumatic as heck, and I do want people to know the suspect they're looking for is a Somali-American male. This comes from the Minneapolis Police Department, okay? This is investigators' description. The investigators say Somali-American male, about 20 years old, 5 feet 7 inches tall, uh, slight build, uh, army uh, green-colored, I don't know if it was a sweatshirt or a jacket. What do you have, army green-colored jacket or sweatshirt? Um, jacket. It was a jacket. Army army yeah. green colored jacket that he was wearing that night and stonewashed jeans, right? And he and he mm-hmm. definitely had the an East African accent that you recall, right? Yeah, it was a
2: it was a pretty slight accent, but there definitely
0: was one. Did he um, ever have they determined you know, he did when he didn't say give me your bags because you had been Christmas shopping and you, you had your purse, you'd come from work in the stores, did he? Did, was there any indication? I mean, do they have any idea? Do they think it was robbery? Do they, or is there just no way to know what his motive was since he didn't say anything to you?
2: Um, I think, based on the police report, it, it sounds like the initial, um, like the initial report was attempted robbery, and the, that I fought back. Yeah. But um, they're also saying that like he didn't grab for my stuff at all. Right. So like that's what's so confusing about it
0: do they think you know, sexual
2: assault was his intent? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so, but I, I have no idea. What are, no the, what, are, know.
0: what are the detectives telling you about this guy who's still out there somewhere, which is just bad. But what, what, are, what are the detectives yeah. saying anything to you? What are they telling you?
2: Um, I don't know that there's a lot of info on him yet. Um, they haven't really shared a ton with me about it. I yeah. think because they're hoping to, you know, to not give out any tips up about what sure. happened, but, um, sure. They did take a lot of DNA, so hopefully something comes up yeah, or, you know, a wonderful Samaritan turns this person in because,
0: are well, gonna? Know. We're going to get him. You know? We're going to get him. Well, <laughs> we're going to get him. We're going to try our best on the media to put out as much information as we can. And it is good news that when you did fight him off that you had DNA under your fingernails. Uh, he might have been uh, bleeding as well. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that when he trips up again, and hopefully he trips up before he... You know, hurt somebody again. Later. But, yeah. You, you know, I, um, it's just, uh, it's not often, you know, you hear, I, you know, this stuff is around us a lot. But but to be attacked so random-like and so viciously, to survive 14 stab wounds and, and fight them off is incredibly, it takes a lot of courage. And good for you, you know what I'm saying? And good for you to be speaking Thank out you. to find the guy, you know? I mean, it it it, it 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 takes a lot of courage to do what you're doing after you've been assaulted like that. It's not easy, man. Not easy. Thank you. And, you
2: know, for anybody listening, I think it's really important to encourage everybody to carry, you know, pepper spray or, Mm -hmm. you know, something. Because I never in my wildest dreams thought that I would need anything like that. And it could have made this not nearly as bad. Yeah. You know, like, it's just mind-boggling. So I would really encourage people to arm yourself in some sort of way. In the event that this happens, it's unlikely, but it
1: can. and You
0: You didn't expect it.
2: (laughs) I never would have expected it. You know, I I grew up around law enforcement, and I never thought that that would even be a possibility that would happen to me.
0: It's an incredible story of survival. I wish you well. We'll stay in touch as we try to get this guy and help you find him and all that. And uh, I know you're moving, and best of luck to you and your fiancé. We'll talk to you soon, okay, Morgan? Happy New Year. Sounds great. Happy New Year. Thanks, Jay. You bet, Morgan. Morgan Evenson, incredible woman survival story of survival you cannot
1: believe we'll be right back folks and now we're gonna head out east we're gonna get the your money now report it comes to us courtesy from our friends down in owatana minnesota at federated insurance
3: and here is bruce vale with your money now It has been a fairly quiet day on Wall Street. and matter of fact, a quiet week so far with just one day to go in the shortened week heading into the new year. We are seeing some gains today with the Dow Jones Industrial Average ahead 39 points. The NASDAQ Composite is up 3 and the S&P 500 holding on to a 1-point gain. If you're in the process of trying to prepay your 2018 property taxes before the tax change kicks in on January 1st and caps your deduction, you may want to check in with a local tax Preparer, the IRS says property taxes that haven't been assessed before 2018 won't be deductible on 2017 tax returns. State and local law determines when property taxes are assessed, and those day- dates vary by location. British drugmaker GW Pharmaceuticals said the FDA will review a new drug application for its cannabis-derived drug Epidiolex to treat seizures associated with two rare types of childhood epilepsy. If approved, the drug could be the country's first cannabis-derived drug. I'm Bruce Vail with Your Money Now on 1500 ESPN. Thank you, Bruce. We'll get a fresh report from you
1: in one hour. Hey, GLers, are you going to gear up for the big game? How about New Year's Day? You spend your day with Johnny Height at Main Street Bar & Grill in Hopkins for another one of these Dosecki's College Football viewing parties. They are fantastic, and they're a fun way to spend the day and not to mention you get your chance to win a 55-inch TCL Roku TV from TCL, America's fastest-growing television brand. Have a couple of ice-cold Dos Equis and watch all the football that you can handle. And do it New Year's Day, this coming Monday with Johnny Height from 2 to 4 p.m. at Main Street Bar & Grill in Hopkins.
0: Ah, just having a little off-air uh, uh, fume at my uh, Packers and Mike McCarthy. We're
1: going to get to that a little later. I call him Barney Rubble, by the way. Mike McCarthy? Yeah, he's Barney Rubble. Why do you call him Barney he Rubble? He just looks like a Barney Rubble. Fred Flintstone type guy. But Barney guy. was short. Well, Mike's maybe,
0: a big I guess guy. he's more of a Flint's Fred guy. Yeah. I'm sorry, he's more Fred
1: Flintstone. He's got a Fred Flintstone. <laughs> he's Fred Flintstone. He's an idiot. Are and you one of these Packer fans that wants him out? You know, I wouldn't
0: care if they did. i got to be honest with you, and I know everybody's going to throw things at their radio in the car, but just hear me out. I don't care who you put in as coach. If you've got Aaron Rodgers, I, I just think he's the best Player at that position in the NFL. Look what look we we are a legitimate Super Bowl contender with him. Yeah, we are two and fourteen without him, and I said that for the last five years because our defense is so bad. So with that said, I don't McCarthy's just a lucky benefactor. Yeah, I'd love to see John Gruden take over. Oh I, I, God, well I think you're Gruden, not one of those. Well, I do. You want to know why? Because he had a great defense in Tampa. Oh. He had Levy Smith. I know as uh-huh. defensive coordinator, but at least Gruden.
1: Uh-huh. Might bring in a. Deep what are you defensive? a Tennessee Vols fan? All no, of a sudden? no, I just I would like to see a <laughs> Folks, defensive John guy. John is never leaving the booth. He's making he's well, making know. so. Why why would he do that?
0: Well, I, apparently he wants to go back to Tampa Bay. He doesn't want to get back to coaching, but Bay. Wants to coach Tampa Bay. Uh huh. That's where he's from. Sure. So we'll see. I'm with you. I I'm just saying. Okay, Gruden or anybody. I, I just threw that out there. I want yeah. So do I want McCarthy gone? No, because he will be fine with Aaron Rodgers when he comes back. They'll be fine but they got to get a defensive coach I think Doc Capers, Capers is in trouble. Yes, yeah, for sure. Ted Thompson I wouldn't care if he went. Lurch, I call him Lurch. He looks like Lurch from the Adams family.
1: You know, it was funny because last that Saturday horrible. last Saturday, I mean you you filled in last week, didn't you yeah. not? Did, yeah. Because we I know yeah, we last spoke Thursday I think. And and I think everybody realized that the, the Packers really had a tough hill to climb to, to beat the Vikings. Well,
0: it wasn't going to happen. Right, most likely but, it was not going to happen.
1: But that was but one of the five win. most boring, boring games de- I have ever seen in my life. Thank
0: you. I I I knew as soon as they said they're sticking with their guy, Brett Hundley, who draft and develop. Yeah. <laughs>
1: what the hell is going but on? But even from the Vikings standpoint, you saw right, right well. away, you saw... We're going to run the ball, yeah. run the clock, and yeah. make this a short game and get, get out of, out of your here alive. Right. That's and all we're going to try to do. They played
0: as good as they needed to to win. Yeah. It was very typical. People said, oh, you saw the chinks in their armor. I'm like, they didn't care. No. I mean, they did, but they didn't. No. And I just would say this as a Packers fan. If they do this against the Lions, they'll be equally as frustrated. But even more so, your last home game, it's the Vikings. They're The st- Vikings are still fighting for a playoff seeding, seeding, right? Yep. So you can mess with them. And we, as fans, can mess with the fans. That's what it's all about. And you, in December, Mister McCarthy, the genius. Well, we need to look at some guys for next year. No, that's called preseason, man. You're not going to learn anything from one game in December from these guys. Mm -hmm. That's his way of his ego. Like they all got these stupid egos. Like, um, well, you know, we didn't really play our guy. You know, there's just this a part about this. Arrogance that I don't like. Scrap and fight and change to Joe Callahan, the backup quarterback, Tommy Callahan, whatever his name is. Show us you're trying to win. Three guys from the practice squad. They called up. Three
1: guys that the, have
0: never played it down in the NFL.
1: And the problem that I, I always find with the NFL is Horrible. there is such it's 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 such a polarizing league in that. You either have teams this time of the year yes. that are that are fighting for the end, or yep. are playing. Like for instance, a ticket yep. for Sunday's game on New Year's Eve at at, at US Bank Stadium, you're going to spend a lot of money because the, yes. the Vikings are a tough ticket right now. Yeah, whereas.
3: And you, you could, get, the Bears you could and get
1: paid to go to Cleveland, a game <laughs> right. in Cleveland right now. And correct. that's the problem the league has is a lot of these people, these season ticket holders are sh- are shelling out a lot, a lot of money for these personal seat licenses. Mm-hmm. And the product is so watered down watered. by this time of the year. Yes, Half the games that are going to be played on Sunday Don't are even matter. Meaningless. meaningless.
0: And I got to tell you.
1: And there's only 16
0: of them correct. a year. I know. I'm with you, brother. I it, Like, for example... I almost bought tickets to that game. I saw it was a Saturday night. I normally work on Sundays. I thought, oh, Christmas weekend, big game with the Vikes. I figured both teams would be sure. right there. Yep, a battle I, to I, the end, I like it was in 2015. Yeah, I did not anticipate Rodgers sure. being lost for the season. I just didn't. So, But had I paid for, for four tickets— up the, you know what, Right. Uh, drove over there, would have had to get a hotel, would have paid gas, would have bought food, probably a Packer hat, you know what I'm saying? I w- whatever. We're, for two or three of us to go over would have been uh, huge. I would have been, like – Again, knowing the Vikings are probably going to win that game, mm-hmm. but give me, don't give me Mike Clark, a 6'6 6 wideout who played college basketball. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, and then there was something called. no, you're going to love
1: this. There was. I am I went home watching this, going, who, who are these people on the I, field? I go, who's Lindsey Pipkins playing cornerback? I had a text uh, my my a college roommate of mine. Die Hard Packer fan, and yeah. he and I are during the game. That's when we talked. I literally sent a text, Who, Who the blank is this guy?
0: Six to eight. You know, and his response, be,
1: I have no, no idea. idea. That's yeah. what
0: I hated. I'm like, Give me, a, come on, McCarthy, go down fighting and swinging because the Vikes were in that position of little laissez faire. You could tell they'd won the division the week before. They weren't. on their game, super sharp. I didn't think. Yeah. Did you? I mean. No, well, no. I I mean, I knew that
1: the defense was going to basically toy with Hunley the entire game. I I knew that. So I knew that. But. They were going to set out to – they wanted to shut out the Packers. I knew that they they wanted to – because they should have shut out the Bengals on that Sunday beforehand. Yes. Had Teddy not thrown the pick, that would, that's what led to the Bengals only score that game. Right. Um, so I knew that they really wanted to pitch a shutout.
0: Yeah, and I get that, all that, but I mean – you know, the But other than that – A couple
1: of fourth downs we went for at like the 20-yard line. We could have kicked the field My ball, favorite but. moment, though, from that <laughs> game – and I think it I think it was in the fourth horrible. quarter. Just horrible. But Hunley finally rolls out. <laughs> yeah. He's finally got a wide open throws, throws I, it I, to the wrong guy. <laughs> no, I think it was was it Jordy Nelson? Would he have still been in the game no. in the fourth quarter? No, he was gone. Then maybe it was earlier because it was Jordy Nelson. But he was wide open. Yeah. And he one hopped him yep. <laughs> with the ball. And yes. Jordy looked at him like, What in the <laughs> hell are you doing? Like, why are you on the field? <laughs> He's
0: horrible. The body language in some of the receivers, oh. Reavers, was he had a couple of guys open downfield too by a step or two that he completely missed by seven yards. Oh. And the body language from Randall Cobb was one of them. And I think Jeff Janis was the other one. Their body language—you see it—they're just like, dude, this is you know. And of course, they asked McCarthy, "Were you thinking about ever changing to the other guy just to mix it up?" Oh no, never. No, 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 no. i no, really no, no, too smart for that. Just show the fans you're trying, even if Joe Callahan, Tommy Callahan, whatever his name. I just show me your right. Don't put out Lindsay Pipkins Wait, to cover Stefan
1: Diggs. Was Tommy Lindsay Callahan Pipkin, Tommy boy? Tommy boy. <laughs> Yeah. That's pretty good. I think
0: his name is Joe Callahan, the backup. But,
1: I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just I don't care.
0: Oh, oh, oh! You got to love the special teams. We had something called Trevor Davis, number eleven. What is that tight? Number eleven returning punts. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Davis. He fair caught a ball at the five yard line. I'm like. Even in high school, you know.
1: You don't do that. You let it go. If you stand on the 10, and if it's make over your head, it, you let her go. You let
0: her go. Because yep. if they're if they're lucky enough to down it inside the five, more power. Make them make a play. Yep. Most of those balls are going in the end zone. Or if you're catching it at the five, it better be a low line drive and you got some room to run. Yep. He fair it at the five, five <laughs> yard line. I'm sitting there going, this is what happens when you play practice team players <laughs> and have never played it down in the NFL. How about this, this is what so, happens.
1: Since we're on the subject, <laughs> I want to bring up this. So today yeah. is, you know, the big oh, winter Zimmer, park day. Yeah, yeah. This is great. You're going to love this. So today is the big winter park day. You know, he's got his weekly press conference. Zimmer, and all the about. scribes, Mike Zimmer, and all the scribes are out there to, yeah. to chronicle everything because <laughs> oh, the Vikings oh, yeah. are the hot oh, item yeah, ticket. Yeah, yeah, Big, big story. So our guy, Tom <laughs> Pellicero, who now works for the NFL Network, Tom used to cover the Vikings yeah. for us here at 1500 ESPN. Tom, yeah. <laughs> he says, quote, I asked Mike Zimmer how the results Sunday will impact his New Year's Eve plans. Yeah. <laughs> "Quote: Well, if we win, I'll be pretty tipsy by seven o'clock for sure. <laughs> I love it. I love Zimmer. I gotta be honest with you, man.
0: I'd love him.
1: That would, of course, because if the Vikings win, that right. w- that would lock them up as the, the number two seed and get yeah. them a buy. Well, they the, almost uh, have the to."
0: It's almost impossible they're not going to be the second seed.
1: It, the Vikings would, like, A, have to lose things. to the Bears, which is probably not going to happen because the Bears happen. are terrible. But then no, they're the two three seed. other things would also have yeah, to happen not, for not, the Vikings a, not to get the two not seed. Not happening. I the, love that, though. I'll be pretty tipsy by seven. Yeah, I, I love – he's a. I. I
0: when they hired him and I, I saw the first few news conferences and I saw what he was doing with the defense, I said to my lady friend who's a Vikings fan, yep. I said, I think you got a good coach this yeah. time.
1: There was just something about him, and I and I still think he's a very. He good coach. resonates well with the fans too because he's he does. He's a real guy. He's he's whether you agree with what he says or disagree with what he says, right. he's authentic, and he's I think authentic. that's one thing that the fans really yes. truly enjoy about and he him. He doesn't
0: think he's a genius because no. he's got a great quarterback, right? Like McCarthy,
1: like Flint, Fred Flintstone. He's got to go thirteen and three with Case Keenum. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, McCarthy thinks he went 13-3 and three with Aaron Rodgers because he's some kind of a genius. Right. That's the difference between McCarthy and Zimmer. <laughs> I swear to God it is. McCarthy thinks he's, he's going de- to draft and develop this thing called Brett Hundley. He's horrible. They should have said, you know what, we're going to go get Kaepernick for six games and take the heat, oh. right? Just take the heat and get us into the playoffs. Yeah, but if we get our guy back, but I don't know, whatever. I'm just saying they could have found somebody. Oh, my God. It's you know it. I can't take it. I just can't take it. It's the only team I care about in sports.
1: Is the Packers. I know. It's the only team. I know.
0: You know. Oh, I'm an owner. I love it. No, I'm, you're not. Yeah, yeah. We no, the, you're oh, not. Oh, I got the planting. Oh, I'm an God. owner. I get invited. To, I'm an owner. Been an owner for many, many years. Uh, you know, you sit, get to go to the shareholders. You meeting bet then? I do every July. No, you do. <laughs> yeah, not. I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna do a radio remote from there for you guys. <laughs> you <laughs> such, I'm gonna call in. I'm, I'm room. Oh, you know I'm what you room. should do. Oh my God, Jay. You know what you should do.
1: When we do radio roll for the Super Bowl, uh, where's my spot? I am uh, I'm owner, part, owner of, the Green Bay part owner of the Green Bay
0: Packers. I am. I'm part owner. I love that whole thing. I love sitting in the aluminum bleachers when I go. The stadium stadium with bleachers. It's oh like all the homes around, you know, it's in a neighborhood. You would dig it, too, if you You would. Oh,
1: no, listen. Because it's so unique. I, I think I've shared this with you. I, I've been to Lambeau three times. It's so cool. I've been to Lambo three times. Yeah, it's, I, it's so cool. Every Viking fan needs to go to a game there, whether they play the Vikings or they play somebody else. It's just it is cool. cool it's place it's to a go. cool place to go. Yeah. And it's if you're a football fan, right. it's, it's fun to experience. Yep. And it is. It's It's basically like you're driving through (laughs) Fridley, and they put a giant NFL stadium there. That's exactly what it's like. It It is so true. You know, it's so true. It's why I like, I like, I I mean, I'm, I'm I'm supposed to quote unquote, hate the Packers. I don't hate the Packers. It's a fun rivalry, but it's why I love green Bay and why I love Buffalo. They're the same franchise. Buffalo is even same thing. They're the same exact franchise. They have an owner, but they get 70,000 people to show up to every game, whether they're Fifteen and right. one, or they're one and fifteen. And, then, and, and and consider this: since we have no owner,
0: uh, th- you have to, with a nonprofit like that, this real quick. Yep. It has to, the if the team were sold, the profits have to go to something, somebody, some entity, and in the articles of incorporation, it goes to a local VFW.
1: <laughs> That's a true story. Oh so the local VFW would get a billion. Dollars. Hey, wow! Get more pull tabs. It's never going to happen. Gonna but it, sweet, but it is funny. We'll be right back. <laughs>
0: Okay, guess what? Jay Coles from Channel 5 in for the mayor. We just I got a double you. five whammy here. We got Dave Dahl, who I thought oh, was going to be off, but he's he's here now to tell us just look I'll, at you guys grinding away. Yeah, just, just, well, you know, KG Wiley veterans. That's what we are, right, Dave?
4: <laughs> we're working so hard. Yeah. Working Jay, you, hard said it, working. you said it best. All you've got is Reavers looking over your shoulder. <laughs> That's all I got. You got nothing, man. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> You got nothing. You got right. Nothing.
0: There's no expectations right now for no. us. No. So yeah. and you're gonna tell us how balmy it's gonna be. It's
4: just yeah, yeah it's Quality not very, of life right not Dave? Not very nice. Five below zero out yeah. there for the overnight low tonight. Right now it's Beautiful. nine above, so it's actually kind of like a heat wave. Oh yeah. The wind chill only at zero, but five <laughs> below for the low tonight, wind chills probably down that ten to twelve below range overnight. Peaks of sun in the morning tomorrow, otherwise cloudy, and then some more light snow and flurries develops in the afternoon on Friday. Friday's high though, four above zero. Wind chills of five to ten below and then the cold air hits us again 12 below for the low friday night wind chills of 25 to 35 below that's friday (laughs) night and then saturday look for a high of four degrees below zero and wind chills of 30 Mm. to 35 below all day long sunday (sighs) High temperature of 4 below 0 once again. Wind chill still in that 25 to 35 below range. Monday, it begins to warm up. A high of around 0, and that's for New Year's Day. 7 below for the low by New Year's night. Um, Scattered light flurries still a possibility, uh, especially Monday night into Tuesday. Tuesday's high, though. Nice little warming trend up to about 10 above. (laughs) But then it drops right back down below 0 highs by the end of next week. Going for um, temperatures dropping down to about 5 below tonight. Currently we're at nine above J and I have the records for the day. What do you got? I got forty-seven on this date. Mm-hmm. That's a low record. That was set back in 2013. Wow. And then twenty-seven degrees below zero. That was way back, and you were just a twinkle in somebody's <laughs> yeah, eye. I, knew, I don't know who's. I knew
0: 1898. 1880. <laughs> I knew it.
4: 1880. Yeah. Well, right, that's
0: okay. Right now we're what at nine above, Jay. Hey, Dave. Yes. You know, when you say things like the windshield's only going to be zero. Okay, <laughs> okay. Balmy sounds really good. Yeah, it does. Your blood
4: your blood thickens up this time of the year. Something
1: happens.
0: Yeah. I don't
4: know what it is. Thanks, Dave.
1: Yep. Yeah. ya. All
0: right. So that it was is a funny depressing because I,
1: forecast. I, I got something uh here today that I had to run out to my, my truck right, right before the show started. So I ran outside quick to the parking lot with no coat on. I thought, that's not ah, bad. No, yeah. there is a switch. It's eight. What happens? There is a switch, I swear. When well, yeah. we start
0: to go, and all of a sudden it's one day 35 out there, right? Yep, We've yep. gone from 65, 70 in the fall. And one day High is going to be 35, 40. It feels really cold, and you're like, oh, man, here it comes. And then at some point, right. I don't know when. I don't know either. You walk outside, and if the wind's not blowing and the sun is out and yep. it's two above, you go, oh, hey, you know,
1: it don't feel too bad. And I, then
0: You heard it in Dave's voice, and he goes, see, oh, the wind chill's only going
1: to be zero. And then comes spring, when it hits that first 50, oh, you're like,
0: I'm, how am I going to handle yeah. 90? <laughs> I'm butt naked in March in the neighborhood. <laughs> right. I am. I'm just down to my work boots that when it's 40 best,
1: degrees. The first oh. know, nice fall. 40 degree day oh, we get and all the the oh. shorts come out and all the white skin is just, <laughs> is everywhere across the twin cities you drive through t- campus <laughs> you're like whoa you got to get some sun on those things <laughs> no, sir kidding. Yeah. but
0: it, you and you almost you know you I don't even know if it does smell better, but it even feels like it smells better outside. Right? I when it starts to mm-hmm. just slowly warm up, I'm like, it just smells good out here. I know most people look at me like, I don't know what you're talking about. Oof. I'm like, just go with it. Not man. to the neighborhoods
1: I drive not, in. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah, you yeah. are out there in Janassing, aren't yep, you? Yep. I have a question. Carver County's beautiful. Though. Oh, I love Carver I, County. It is gorgeous. I absolutely love I it. I love that little, that little downtown. Of what of Carver? Yeah, Carver. I told. Listen to me. Love it. I I moved love out it. there. It'll be. It, it's three and a half. I moved yeah. out there three years ago, of last July. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I've been out there for, for about three and a half years, and we're booming, baby. Yeah. The Southwest Metro, we're we're booming I know, out in Carver, which is not the greatest thing for that little downtown. I love I that know, little downtown, but the downtown, the, the historic downtown area. Yeah. I keep telling the mayor, because he goes on these drives every every summer. I said, Joe. He's never been? No. And I said, Joe, go down to... I ain't going to South yeah, Dakota. Yeah, yeah. And I said, listen, <laughs> there's a Dakota. cool talking- old gas station yeah, in downtown right? Carver that I- is there. not open, but it's... No, but it's still there. It's still there. Yeah. It's repainted. It's refurbished. It's really gorgeous. Cool. I've been there. It's it. got the old yeah. panel garage doors. Really cool. I said it's... it's it looks like Goober's Place, man. Exactly. From, from Mandy Griffith. I said it's straight out of the GL handbook. It's perfect. You should You're just right. go take a look at it. You're it's right. really, really cool. Well, and the old city hall, too. Yes, which we're tearing down, by the way. Really? Yeah. Why? <laughs> ah, we need a new one. Oh, that's a shit! Why are they tearing it down? I, well, okay, let me... Let me Sell it, we're, refurbish it? We're building a new one, but I don't know if we're completely tearing down the old
3: one. Because that'd they be just a shame. It's kind
1: of cool. It is cool.
0: There's a, a couple of... If I remember, I know it's been a, over a year since I've been out there for a story, but I ate dinner there covering a story. I don't know what it was. heck I was out there doing, but is that a story you put me on to yes. maybe? Yes. I think it was. Yes, it was. But that was also out there for other stories. But sure. that was the one. And I, we ate right downtown in one of those old bars, Harvey's. I think it was, Har- it was Harvey's. I think it was Harvey's. Yeah. It was one of the old. There's only two, I think.
1: Yeah. Right. Harvey's we- is good. Well, I know. I know you're a quitter, but Harvey's <laughs> makes a mean, Bloody Mary, man. Yeah, and
0: we were on the clock. <laughs> yeah.
4: So we. But 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 Going I had a straight Sprite. Yeah. Coke.
0: Straight, and, and a burger. <laughs> yeah. It was a great little spot. Yeah. But it had that quaint. That has to be from the eighteen hundreds. Uh, I'm not exactly late sure. 1800s? Harvey's is a good spot though. That's but, basically I mean, the it. downtown. Oh yeah, the downtown's got to be late eighteen hundreds, right? Yeah, probably. It just had that feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like where I'm up on the other end of the country, yeah. <laughs> the Marine on Saint Croix, built in eighteen thirty nine. Just sure. absolutely, just you know, same thing. This you know, the grocery store is eighteen forty eight. Uh, okay, sorry, I just went a little in. I? That's okay. We'll, we'll be right
1: back. Don't go. Back.
0: <laughs> sorry.
1: All right, Jay. Now we have to go on the air. I love this song. <laughs> Go ahead, Mr. Wendell. Right? I love off-air J. Cole so much. <laughs> yeah, it's better than on-air, isn't it? <laughs> Folks, have you thought the Packer tirade from last segment was something? You sure heard the off-air portion of the, uh, the Packer tirade. I can't stand it. You're really more. worked up, man.
0: Uh, well, you just can't take somebody like Aaron Rodgers and blow it.
1: Like Barney Rubble, Fred what Do is doing. They're just blowing it. Do you think that <sighs> he – is he too um, – Rodgers, is he just too good? Well, no, no, no. Do you think he'll want to leave? No. I don't think so either. No. I don't think he will either because he's he's a legacy guy. Yes. He's a legacy guy. You get guy. it.
0: You're smarter than most. I don't care what Such says about you. Ah, you really get it. He is. That's his deal. Yeah. He, uh, the insider, Packer insider guys, the reporters, they know what's going on. They said he has no, he doesn't want, he wants, A, he wants another Super Bowl, so he's that sure. much better than Brett Favre. Right. He does have a thing about ending his career as the number one Packer quarterback of all time. Yep. And the legacy, it's kind of like, uh, he said, Rodgers one time in an uh, off the record conversation. It's almost like. If you, I know people might It's laugh, big brother, but, little brother? Well, No, it's kind of like with the Yankees. Like, the Yankees have this incredible—their okay. fans think yep. there's nothing but the Yankees. Well, yep. the Packers are no different. Sure. Super Bowl trophies named after Lombardi. You know, the whole nine yards, right? 100 years in the league, and, and, and small-town Green Bay— this whole legacy, and Rodgers wants to be there and, yeah. and and here with Barb.
1: I think he's already passed him, don't you? Oh, yeah, he. but if he gets one more Super Bowl, he's way <laughs> he past Because he's him. been in the league since, I know he didn't play his first couple of years, right. but he was... 06, oh, six was his first yep. year? Yeah, okay. but he didn't start
0: playing until... Well, excuse me, oh, 08 was started. his first year, right? I think he, that's he got drafted the oh, jets.
1: Oh, f- oh, 05. Oh, 04, he oh, got. It was oh, 05 because that oh. was the year the Vikings had two first-round picks and passed on him twice. Correct. Yeah. You're right, well, a lot of people did. Yes. But uh, it's still
0: painful. Draft Troy is.
1: Williamson and Erasmus James <laughs> Erasmus passed James. on Aaron Rodgers. Hey, it was fun, Reavers. Thanks, you Have a good New Year. You bet. All right, love you. 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. Sports Talk in the ride with Pete Wagner up next.